Yes. You can release the lotion on your face. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Shut up. All right, and we are back. What's up? What's up? Look who decided to show up. I've been showing up. You know what? I'm so tired of your neglect. Please. Jordan. I've been very busy over these last couple of weeks. Number one, we're siblings. Number two, it's a 30-minute podcast. Please. You literally go to the bathroom for 30 minutes. <laughs> on a good, look, on a good day. Right. Or a bad day. <laughs> Oh, that's nasty. Anyways, tell us about your weekend. I actually had a really, really good weekend. We uh, went to Chicago for the weekend. Well, I know. I should have said, tell me about the struggle. <laughs> no, I mean, it wasn't a struggle until we were about to leave. It was real fun. We got in last Thursday and we stayed probably a little bit too long. We left, um, we got back on Monday. Mm. The weekend was great. Like, obviously, our cousin lives there and the weather was amazing. Um, Actually, I really like how they are doing this whole like social distancing thing in, in Chicago. Like they make sure like you have to be this this distance apart and wear these masks, so on and so forth. They're very strict about it. So I thought it was really, really good. But overall, a really, really good weekend. Um, my friends from um, Houston met us there as well, who I haven't seen over a year and a half. So it was good catching up with them. Mm. Um, on the way back, though, it was a completely different story. So it was beautiful the entire weekend. Like, the what weekend? The entire weekend. <laughs> and, um, but Monday, right, when we decided to leave, we are literally, we saw in the forecast that there was going to be some, like, bad weather. Mm-hmm. And they were saying how um, uh, it was going to be the strongest winds in, like, 10 years of oh. Chicago. That's that Smith I'm luck. Like, I'm like, just my damn luck. Like, right. 2020. Um, yes. Anyway, so we, we made it on the plane. They like they like rushed the boarding process so in the hopes that we could beat the bad weather, so on and so forth. Um, we're the second one to go. It's just just about to be our time, and they get the notice that they have to ground the tarmac. Everybody has to go back to the terminal, get off. They have to get a whole new crew. Then a tornado warning comes on, so we in a bathroom for thirty minutes. It was an Jordan Bailey. Like anyway. the warning is warning means one touchdown, right? I mean, they said, like, I didn't see anything too crazy. It was definitely windy and the and, and rain was coming down, but I didn't see any tornadoes. But the overall process only took, like two, like, two hours, and we were on a plane later on. So it wasn't too bad. But it was just, like, if I would have got – if we would have booked an hour earlier flight, that would not have been my life. Like, it would be my life booking, right. you know what I mean, a 3 o'clock flight by digress. Look, well, ugh, sounds to me what I got from that whole story is y'all had <laughs> – To me, it sounds like y'all just brought Corona from all these different places and took them to Chicago and hung out. At this point. There's a difference between living your life like it's golden and living your life like it's Rona. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what did I do this Overall, well, was a good time. What did you get into? Um, I think we hung out with Mama Tam. I love the MT. I don't know. Oh, we hooked her up. With what? You surprised her with a Roku TV. Ooh. She didn't yeah. have a TV? She didn't have a TV. It was tiny and it wasn't a smart TV. Wow! Like you bought it, or you like, or you got a new one and gave her the hand-me-down. No, I got her a new one. No, it's nice. I love me. It's so convenient. It's so convenient, and she has sling now. Mm. So now she never wants to leave the apartment. She wasn't leaving it before. Yes, she was. Well, okay, fine. She was. That's fine. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Anyways, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Do you have a listener's question? I actually don't have Lisa's question this week. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because I do. Oh, <laughs> I just don't get how you came from all this fellowship brunches and floating around. I'm sure. I'm sure as we're talking about some of this stuff, like some's gonna pop up, but like 
off the top of the dome, I don't have anything right now. Here it goes. Mm. Do you, true or false, get out of the city you were raised in in order to grow? True. Can you elaborate? I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I can't speak for everybody, but I know like you and I, at least like we, it was not an option to stay in Lacey, Washington. Go ahead and tell address, why don't you? I think we were right. I think we were both like um, ready to go. Not on a bat on some bad shit. Like we had a great time, we had a great childhood, but it was right. more so like it was time to go somewhere and explore and do something, some do some other thing to find ourselves. So I definitely, um, yeah, I think that, and I and I grew from my, my experience in the military, and so I'm sure you did too. You know what I mean? Like going on, going around and, and collecting different cultures and insights around different, you know, how people live, so on and so forth, and. Uh, I enjoyed uh, leaving, but I, I do know that it's hard for people to leave too. So mm. I don't know. So do you don't think you would have had the same outcome if you stayed in Washington? Mm-mm, definitely not. Really? Mm-mm. I'm I mean, it's I... no shade. I mean, right. you know that these people that, and there's listeners that listen to this spot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not saying anybody who decided to stay. Right. I'm just saying for me, um, uh, you know, that's how I, I, I wanted to venture out and I wanted to experience new things. I wanted to travel and I wanted to meet different cultures and all that stuff. So that's why I chose to kind of join the military. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person who believes that things happen for a reason. So mm-hmm. um, choices that I've made, I don't really question. I just kind of do it. And um, those choices and has led me to where I'm at now. So yeah. I think see, I can't speak to if my well, of course, my path would have been different, of course. But I, I honestly believe just because of the way I made, I would have been successful either way. But I don't believe my mind would be as broad if I had a, had stayed. Oh, one hundred percent. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I just believe. Like for example, I go out and about. Well, when we could mm-hmm. meet someone from high school again. No offense. I know we got some listeners from home. Right. All they had to talk about is high school with me. Right. Nothing else. But it's funny that you say that. It's it's funny you say that because like. I know for, I have friends from high school who have left and came back, similar to what you've done, um, that they've experienced the world, excuse me. But like when we get together, regardless of what they've done, what I've done, somehow it always comes back to, you know, the good old days in high school. So I don't think that's like, you know what I mean? I don't think it's a bad thing, but I do get what you're saying as far as like. The ones that don't leave. The ones that don't leave. But there's a difference between reminiscing, I feel like, and still living in it. Right. A hundred percent. Like there's, there's something like a nostalgic feeling, and every time you see, hey man, I remember when you uh did this in school and class? That was funny. I'm like, I look, no, no, I don't. I was a freshman. Don't remember. I don't even remember you right. because you look like you aged 15 years faster than me. You're so stupid. <laughs> well, may I ask where this where this uh, question came from? Well, you know, I mean, you know, I have friends hit me up all the time for topics about the pod, and I was and that with mixed in with me scrolling through Instagram like I always do. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've noticed this week from my friend's suggestions were the theme was communication. All right, so let's go ahead and introduce the pod. <laughs> if y'all hear my voice over those sound waves right now, this is your girl, <laughs> Bailey. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Jordan. And you have just t- logged in too. Oh, you want to ride? Okay. 
In your way about something And you're walking outside Don't mean outside Are you on again? What room does he have you in? What time do you leave again? How long do we just stay friends? Oh, I, I wish we could go to like full um, visual episodes so people just see how like what we what we're, what we're laughing at. Right. Uh, anyways, y'all have just locked into. <laughs> you know that's you right. Know that's Tenth episode, and he still can't get on track. <laughs> Anyways, the theme seemed to have been t- with all the suggestions I've had from the listeners since you were out of town, and I didn't have you for suggestions on the docket. Right. Communication. Mm. I got a little secret. I tried to cheat on you and record an episode with two friends. One, one, well, the sound was off for one and two. This is the tenth episode, and then right. there's WAP. So I figured we should. I should just wait for you. Can't wait for that. Uh, so anyways, I had a friend send me a meme about communication, and I want to see what you think about this. And, quote, let's normalize asking questions for clarity instead of moving based on the story you've created in your mind, which may or may not be true. Clarity preserves relationships. One more time for the listeners. Or for you. Right. From <laughs> quote. Let's normalize asking questions for clarity instead of moving based on the story you've created in your mind, which right. may not be true. Clarity right. preserves relationships. No, that's real. Inkle, you know, that's real. Do you have any thoughts on that? Can we deep dive? Yes. I think there is a lot of assuming when it comes to certain situations, when people yeah. are trying to communicate how they really feel. Um, is there some shade? And what they, what they say, what they say at, at when you assume it makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> oh, that, wait a minute. A, a, a ass, you. Oh, it spells assume. Yes. You never heard that? No, I just learned something today. Right. Anyways, <laughs> no, I guess what I'm saying is, is that uh, there's a lot of times where I think, depending on how you, I think we talked about this too in earlier episodes, about how you say something or what you say, maybe it might be taken out of context. <clears throat> and based off how you say something to somebody, depending on what that topic is, if it's not how they want to receive it or what they've heard, they can take that and run with it. So I feel like it's important if you're trying to communicate a specific topic or a specific thing to somebody you want to be received, figuring out the best way to, to communicate that to them. So it's not, so it's not lost in translation because if you don't communicate it clearly, then you kind of leave yourself up to, you know, open dialogue, which may go in a direction that you never intended to do so based off of what you wanted it to be in the first place when you said it. Bingo. So, um, yeah, that's why I feel like, that's why I feel about it. I feel like, because I want to give this listener a full 360 dissection of this topic mm-hmm. because they said this, that this issue was ultimately what ruined their long relationship. Oop. Right. Relationship. You gotta pop that pee. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, for me, I think the experience I have with this is actually from the other side of the coin where see, I'm a type of person, like you told the listeners last week, I'm a kind of a little different type of breed of a woman. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I still have those emotions, but I'm just a little more different in the way I move as far as strategically. I like to guard my heart and you know, I like to be a hard ass on the outside. Ooh, not hot. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear no R in that word. <laughs> Um, yes, I like to look, that's cause the, my heart don't beat like normal. Okay. 
Because you're going right. to hit me. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I like to, I sit back more and observe. Um, I let it stew before I, I do the pop off. Um, mm. Jordan, yes. That's usually why it may it's, not be. Which, okay, on that though, what's best? Let it stew and get more riled up before you pop off or address it in the moment and maybe say the wrong thing. Either way, I feel like it's a negative. Well, in my older, now my years, of course, I, I, I adjust it right then and there. I'm really direct with my communication. Jordan, ain't no one more direct than me. Oh, no, I'm not. Jordan, I said I'm more direct in my communication. I'm very oh, blunt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What I'm saying is what I mean by Stu is I used to observe and I used to see stuff and I would be reluctant to address things kind of for the reason that we talked about last week with Tamar's mom, because I would be either be afraid of the answer or I wouldn't know how to approach it. Mm -hmm. So I would sit back and observe. And then in that time, instead of approaching it head on, I would create a story in my mind Mm -hmm. and run with it. And then by the time I approached it with that person, or addressed it with that person, I already had created uh, a journey in my mind. Right. And I already got to that destination. Right. They were still on the tarmac. Right. But I'm coming at them in the air mm-hmm. <laughs> on a trip that they didn't even know they, they, that they, um, you know, signed up well, for. Is that because you don't like asking, like, the questions? Or you just, like... <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I didn't want to, like... It didn't even matter. Like, would you even, like... You probably don't want to hear what that would say. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. if you had a question, you probably weren't even in the headspace to want to comprehend it to right. adjust how you already set out your thinking. You know what I mean? Right. Or I just, things are going well, and I just see something, and there's that little thing in me that's like, like that hermit with the hood on it. Bitch, don't let it go. Right. <laughs> you need to address this. So. Yes, but. Okay, go ahead. Oh, but then it's kind of like, I would already, what I understand about communication now is looking back on it is. We take our plate. We take ourselves somewhere without clarity. Mm-hmm. So we're ready to attack a situation with that thought in our mind of what we think it is, mm-hmm. and we address it at that speed. Whereas the person, say, if it's not what you think it is, they're at another level. So when right. you when you when you when you so when you when you're finally communicating, mm-hmm. I feel like you're, you know, button heads because he's like, wait, what is this? What is this? But you created the story. Right. It's almost like, again, like. It's like almost if you don't come out with the right the right approach, mm-hmm. you risk the receiver going automatically on the defense. Right. And based off of how personalities are, like you and I, like I think we're both kind of like strong-minded people. Mm-hmm. And if we say something not expecting anybody to go on the defense and they go on the defense, right. automatically we're going to go on the defense and it's going to be, to your point, button heads mm-hmm. and there's not going to be any resolve. Right. And so that's why I think it's so important for – whoever is communicating whatever issue that is initially to make sure that it's clear and not confrontational that, or that you're not coming for them, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, to just level set and make sure like, Hey, like I, this is, this is why I want to communicate to you. There's no intention behind it being like personal or like coming at you or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think if you do so, you kind of like are on the same playing field and there's not a risk of like it not going anywhere to for whatever you communicated to get, you know, ignored or not resolved. Do you feel like you have reached a point in your life where you're able just to, because of what I've realized, I've read something when I was scrolling Instagram, like I always do that. Even now, when you do come like where I am now, you know, I'm 34 years old. I come with yeah. that clear communication. You don't even have to guess what's on my mind. Cause I'm gonna tell it to you. No, that's real. Right. Mm-hmm. No, that's real. Right. Um, and you know, I actually know how to say, you know, it's real in Spanish. Anyways, go ahead. 
Hey, wait, wait. You know that's real. You know. Oh, what? Okay, no, right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's a, oh, oh, dang it. Oh, S-S-O-S cierto. <laughs> no, K-S-S-O-S. You know that's real. 2K. S-O-S, Sierra, whatever, fuck it. Anyway, so um, <laughs> what I'm saying is what I've noticed is now we have reached a point in our lives when we live in worlds of fantasy. We scroll on Instagram and we see these perfect images. We have these ideas of perfect relationships. If our relationship isn't perfect, then it ain't, all, it ain't right. You right. know what I mean? So now it's we've got come into a world where real is almost an anomaly. So now even when you do come with someone clear and concise, it's taken as aggressive because, and I'm talking about the my tone situation. I'm not talking about me because I know you know me. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about someone like you who speaks very, you know, well, and, and you know, with, um, you speak with, uh, what do you call it? You speak with intention. You speak with directness and purpose. You know, you have, when you speak, it's not just no reason to me. Right. I'm not, so, I'm not just speaking to hear myself talk. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but I found that someone even like you or me who, who just tells people straight up, we're taken as aggressive because these days everybody's so sensitive and the climate and the tolerance. I don't think they're used to it. I don't I think like the best example of that, that it's actually recently just happened, which is how I view things anyway. But anyways, it was in a conversation a couple weeks back and it was like four of us. And there was somebody within the group who we were talking about something. And uh, it was about like how we view relationships or how we, you know, cause I, th- I feel like people these days to your point, people are just so quick at least how I view it, to go around the word friend or to label people in their lives um, because it's convenient or it's what society tells us to do. You know what I mean? Right. But for me, like, I've always been a person where, like, I don't just use the word friend. You won't ever hear me just be like, call anybody my friend. You know what I mean? I think in during that conversation, we are talking about something, and I was just like, <laughs> directly to that person, I was like, like, you, like, you are not a friend. Like, you're an acquaintance. Hey, Jordan, were you drunk? I truly, when I said it, if I would th- if I would thought it was like mean or coming from them or they're gonna feel some type of way, I wouldn't have said it. You know what I mean? Right. It was not like any ill intent behind it. It was like that's how I view relationships in general. Like I don't know, just call anybody a friend because I met them a couple times. You know what I mean? Right. So, but my point is, the directness of how I said it, mm-hmm. the other three people in the conversation were like, "Damn!" But right. for me, I was like, "What?" Like, you want me to lie to you or like <laughs> you know what I mean? What's the alternative? <laughs> hey, like, <laughs> no, but that's my point. I feel yeah. people are not used to direct communication. So now yeah. it's, it's like, now it's kind of like you always ask, why don't people do this? Why are people, why do people be on the bush? Why are people fake? And then am I supposed to adjust how I approach? Are you ready to receive the real? Right, exactly. Like, so like, even like in anything, a friendship, right. like you discussed dating, like if someone really sat you down, girl, and was like, you know what? I'm vibing with you right now. I think you're beautiful. I love the time we have and I'm with you. I'm present. Mm-hmm. But I still like to dibble and dabble on other ladies because we're not official right now. Right. Could you handle that? I could to a certain extent. I, I, I could. And it's so funny. We we make this like we have this joke, right? Because who's we with my boyfriend now? Oh. Uh, we, we joke that he fired me. Oh, yes. <laughs> he did. Because that was exactly the scenario. Like we weren't exclusive at the time, but we were hanging out. Mm-hmm. And me just being like a territorial person, like wanting transparency. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of backfired because I do like transparency and I understand, I understood the situation, but when it was communicated to me that this is what he was doing, like he was still dating other people and we Ooh. weren't exclusive, which I already knew, but it was, Chad, almost, was I being nasty? 
What's that? Chad was out being nasty. I don't know if he was being nasty, but I just knew that he was casually dating other mm. people when he was dating me, which was totally fine. Right. But it's just like hearing it out loud, and I knew that was happening, but hearing that communicated to you out loud mm-hmm. definitely changed the perspective. I'm not going to lie. Right. But at the end of the day, like I was in my feelings for about you know an hour, but then, then I was like, well, damn, like, I kind of respect the fact that he just was transparent and open. Mm-hmm. And fast forward, but now we're together in over a year, but I don't think it would have been in this situation, he wouldn't have had approached that right. how he did. You know what Ooh, I mean? Yes. I always have two rules. Shoot, hurt me now so I can feel better later. Right. And if I ask you whether or not it hurts me now, I am ready for the answer. So don't really? lie. That's just how I am. If I'm not ready to receive that news, I won't ask. I'm not right. asking, you know. So I always feel like, you know, and I guess me coming from a place of honesty, I'm always honest with people, even if it's to a fault. So if I don't get that back, I just feel some type of way because if I'm doing it, I know it's possible. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, I just like to receive back what I what I put out there. But, you know. Yeah, but I feel like as long as somebody, one, communicates respectfully mm-hmm. or without like com- a confrontational like angle. Right. That should be the first scenario. And then step two the receiver has to be able and willing to know that they should know the person well enough that they know that they're not coming for them. You know what I mean? So they should have to be able to defense and they should be receptive to whatever they have to say to have a conversation to ultimately hopefully come to a, a solution or resolve. And look, but that's good. I think, look, I think that we, we, we did that. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's communication. Don't be scared. It can save a relationship. It really can. Like, it's very, very important. I feel like it's underrated, unfortunately. Yeah. We live in a world right now where it's so sensitive and you're trying to, you're too busy worried about other people's feelings that you can't even express your own. Right. You know, but. So, yeah, I like that. Let's normalize asking questions for clarity instead of moving based on a story you've created in your mind, which may or not be mm-hmm. true. That's the other thing, too. Save yourself from stress. Figure it right. out first. Just ask a question. Right. Ask the question. So. Especially for someone you love, you shouldn't be scared to be straight up. Preach. All right. Spit that verse. Ooh. Now, I was going back and forth about talking about this because you know everybody is. Mm. Uh, do you have a particular part of this ratchet ass song that you like to play for the people? What song? I'm talking about that WAP. WAP? <laughs> That's WAP? I don't know. WAP, WAP. What does it stand for again? You're not. I have no idea. I'm afraid that it may stand for wet ass p word. <laughs> it does. Oh, you knew that? Yes. Oh, you're trying to. Oh, you're trying to set up for the listeners. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bailey. Okay. What for? Um. Shit. I don't even know. I like uh, the p word. Uh, I'm particularly more. I kind of like coochie. <laughs> oh Lord! Look at her coochie since '99. <laughs> <laughs> you know I ain't no spring chicken. <laughs> right. Which one do you think sounds worse? Which one do you think sounds nastier? Which uh, which two? Are like, which talking? comes better off the lips for you? Because you know certain words, like yeah, like which one would you be more comfortable with? Mm. If I had to pick between the two, I think for me it would be coochie. Right. It's kind of funny sounded too. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Um, but no, a specific verse. I don't know, but I, I just play any verse. Honestly, the whole thing is kind of like on the same level. You know, I really haven't really heard the song, so let's play like the beginning. And going into the first verse. And then let's talk about, have you seen the video? Unfortunately, yes. Okay, so after we play a verse, we should definitely get into this petition that's out right now to get Kylie taken out the video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so y'all are fine with ass and titties. You just want to see Kylie's. Right. 
I'm like a whole petition. <laughs> Jordan, I look with hundreds of thousands, maybe by this point, millions. Jordan, find it. <laughs> what? It is crazy. People got nothing else to do besides petition. Yes, they do, Jordan. Vote. <laughs> I mean, hell, right. All right, let's play it. Let's see. Let's see. Lord, I'm scared. Oh, just the nastiest of the nasty. <laughs> I want you to park that big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make me dream, make it stream. I don't it, make a scene. I don't cook, I don't clean. But let me tell you, I got this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. Quit jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be. I'll run down on them before I have a night. Running me, talk your shout, fight your lip. Ask for a call while you ride that dick. Why you really ain't never got a point. Poor thing, he already made his mind up. Boy, can't. Now get your boots, hang your coat. Put this wet and gushy He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet and gushy Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet and gushy Now make it rain if you wanna see some Wait a minute I ain't never listened to that song on the bigs You have it? <laughs> no Look, that, the, mm. You know what? You know, I already, did a, I already did an episode with the wives And Ooh. that comes out on Friday And I tore that song to shreds, but I didn't hear that song like that. Maybe I had to, maybe, see, maybe it depends on who you hear it with. You had to hear it. It took me legit, like, maybe three times to be like, okay, like, okay. And then when I saw the video, my interest got a little bit more higher because the video, I think, was very, very good. Um, thought it was very good? Mm-hmm. Wait, let me, okay. If it weren't for the video, like, I would not be into the song as much. I don't know. See, that for me is I saw the video first and didn't. So I, I think when you're watching the video, I was on my phone, it was quiet. Mm-hmm. So I think in me looking looking at the video first, I wasn't really paying attention to the song. Yeah, we I did the opposite. Like we listened to the song first, and I was like, mm, yeah. I mean, thank I was like, thank God for Meg because I was about right. to fall asleep on Cardi B's verses. But right. Uh, but then when I saw the video, I was like, okay. And then I started listening to the song again. And I was like, okay, I get it. And the beats dope too. I think I didn't hear the. Okay, now I can do a better. I think that what it was, honestly, well, the, for me it was just nasty. And I think it's because I don't really like Cardi B like that. Like, I don't mind Meg Thee Stallion, but I'm just so tired of hearing about Cardi B's vagina that I don't know what to do. Right. I literally wrote on my Twitter, I was like, I could literally put, I could point her vagina out on the lineup, lineup at this point. <laughs> I could literally point her vagina out in the lineup. And right. I could probably explain it to a sketch artist and have someone draw it. Ooh, because a sketch artist. She talks about it so damn much. It's like, we get it. Come on, Banksy. Oh, Lord. But when it comes to that jam, Mm-hmm. I could see if that jam just came out as that jam. I think I would probably like a little more, even though I still think it's a little rache. Right. Uh, oh, it's definitely ratchet. Yeah. Oh, dang, I was trying to make it sound fancy. Mm-mm. Oh, rache. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I, it's not bad. I think my main thing is that people made it a main thing. Like, right. why right. was this? Y'all know that's what Cardi B does. Y'all know that's all Meg Thee Stallion talks about. Right. 
you know they've each said we're ratchet. They know they're, they are. Right. Now, when you get into petitions, go ahead. What you talking about? I mean, first and foremost, again, like I thought that Cardi B, first of all, Cardi B, she's kind of been out of the scene for a minute. Mm-hmm. So I think the hype, too, was around her just like doing something. Um, just has been a while. And then obviously collaborating with <clears throat> Meg Thee Stallion, who right now is kind of hot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just interesting based off exactly what you said. Like they're both super sexual and hypersexual people. They both talk nasty. They everybody knows that that's their brand. So kind of like combining the two was kind of like the uproar of who's going to be more nasty, you know what I mean? Who's, who's going to win the competition? Um, Cardi B, she's like, Cardi B's flow is just so, like, I, I get it on some songs, but some I'm like, girl, I wish you can just, like, switch it up. I mean, I get everybody has their thing and everything, but, like, everything she does and says sounds the same. The same. But, um, that's what, see, that's what I was coming at. Not to cut right. you off, sorry, Jordan, but for me, it wasn't the fact of the content, even though I thought it was nasty. And, you know, so that's not my, I'm a freak in the sheets, not, not in the streets. Right. Nothing like when you have a man, I guess she's in the, in the entertainment industry, but damn, like, does everybody need to see it? But right. for me, it was just the fact that just at the, that point in time, until I just heard it with you, because you can give me hype. Mm-hmm. It's a sibling connection. But right. I just thought the song was just trash in general, outside of the, mm-hmm. the, the, con- the subject, the content. I thought it was going to be whack until, again, Meg's, Meg came on and spit her verse. Because her speak, speak, uh, picking up that tempo mm-hmm. was everything for me. Yeah. And, like, you know, and I think that's how it kind of, I think that's why it works so well. Because they kind of bounce each other out. Because Cardi B does have that, like, that same, like, f- you know, mm-hmm. flow, which is the low. The Bodak Yellow flow? Yeah, the Bodak Yellow flow, for real, I mean, honestly. But then Meg has her flow, which is always kind of like that, you know, that quick, like, Houston, you know what I mean, type of vibe. But somehow it worked out based off the fact that it kind of balanced each other. So um, I'm happy that Meg came in when she did and, like, brought it up a little bit. I'm going to say I'm judging it less because, like I said, I've talked about this with friends all week. At first, I was like, ew, only because it's like, damn. But then I realized social media made it more of a thing. I think if it were without social media mm-hmm. and I saw it, I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I right. think if I would have heard that song first without the, seeing the video with that beat, right? I would have been cool with it. But tell me, tell us about the petition. What's the petition about? Oh, <laughs> so um, there's all this controversy. Everybody's seen the video. And um, that part where Kylie's just walking down the hallway and she like mm-hmm. looks back before she goes in the door in the little cheetah room and then okay. Cardi B doing the splits on some two chairs. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Cardi B doing the splits on some two like, chairs. I didn't see anything of it until apparently I saw that there's a whole petition, petition out there. People literally hated Kylie being in that damn video. And I wasn't going to say, I mean, I'm not going to say it wasn't hella random. I was like, okay. But I understand that like Kylie loves like Meg the Stallion. Mm. So I'm sure there been so, there was something there, but it was just like hella random having, having her in that damn video. Um, yeah, if, if what was the point was a person. <laughs> I don't know. Like I didn't, I didn't get the connect. I'm almost positive. That's why there's a petition, but like, Long story short, I think millions of people have signed the petition to get her out the video, which I don't understand what they think the outcome's going to be. They think it's going to edit it out, and it's already it's already out. They're not going right. like, to do a whole. I mean, yeah, you can't edit it, but at the same time, y'all same worried about y'all worried about the wrong damn things, right? Ugh, anyway, all right. Was there any particular line in it before we get out of here? Since you know this is with that verse, because I heard. There was some controversy with Cardi saying, I don't cook clean, but I still got a ring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, about, that would be another conversation another day. Uh, the uh, proverbial wifey material. Mm-hmm. We can get into that another day. Has that yeah. changed? Has that progressed? I think it has. But I mean, <laughs> that was the cooking oh, hanger oh. for the next. 
you know. Oh, gotcha. Ooh. gotcha. <laughs> yeah, any words before we get up out of here for the people? Uh, no, no. I thought this was a really good um, conversation. Um, I want to shout out uh, Danielle. I cannot say her last name that well. So I'm not even, you know, I, I can't say her last name. I don't, huh? Danielle Fabregas? Fabregas? Fabregas, I think. Danny. What? You're talking about Danielle. Okay. Fabregas? Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. she's a loyal listener of the show. She had shouted us out, had a great review on our uh, on our um, iTunes. And I just mm-hmm. want to shout around, thank the shout out the listeners. Thanks, love. What? <laughs> I said thanks, Danielle. Right. Um, I want to shout out, you know, all the love you did for your boy and your girl. Here I go. <clears throat> Quote. Are you going to read it? I love this podcast. This is raw, real, and funny. <laughs> There's nothing censored, and it's super relatable. The energy and the connection between these two are contagious. We're <laughs> um, I look forward to each episode every Tuesday. And that's when Jordan's not late. Um, this is all the tea you need for the day. Keep it going. End quote. Yes. So, you know, I just want to thank Danielle. Was <laughs> that a round of applause? You said what? Was that a round of applause? Yes, it was a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, y'all, we appreciate y'all. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks for walking with your boy and your girl. Um, yes. Oh. Thanks y'all for listening. As always, you um, we want to hear your questions and concerns and your and your feedback. And then if you have any questions or have any topics that you want us to talk uh, talk about next week, let us know. But yeah, yeah, y'all, this is your boy Jordan, and this is your girl Bailey, and y'all just locked into. You know that's yeah, real. That's real. They're swinging the back of my my talking is fire. The sun, the sun is going and drying. It's coming outside, y'all. Running yeah. that thing like the cars behind me. The weather that's spit and I heat trying to sign me. Y'all, I'm a freak. Handcuffs, leashes. Switch my wig, make him feel like he's cheating. Put him on his knees, give him something to believe in. Never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat. In the food chain, I'm the one that eat you. If he ate my eye, he's a bottom feeder. Big D stand for big demeanor. I can make you bust before I ever meet you. If it don't hang, then he can't bang. You can't hurt my feelings, but I like pain. If you help me, and ask who's is it when I ride the girl, I'ma spell my name.